Welcome to Smart Companies Thinking Bigger Radio. Get the inside scoop on how America's most successful business owners transform their entrepreneurial vision into reality. And listen in as some of the top business minds in the country serve up practical advice, tips, and insights for growing your business. Now, here's your host, Kelly Scanlon. Good morning and welcome to Smart Companies KC. I'm Mary McKenna in for Kelly Scanlon. And on today's show, we're going to be talking to a gentleman who has taken his business out to the streets. Brendan Simpson has been in the food truck service now for about four and a half years. You're probably familiar with it. Jazzy B's Food Truck and Catering. And he joins us in studio today. How are you today, Brandon? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you for joining us. Food truck industry is is booming. Why? It's growing, one, because uh, the uniqueness of the food that you can get off the trucks. Um, another is local chefs and, and startups. They're wanting to try their cuisine out. And, and it's supposed to be a low-cost startup. Um, for some, it is. But uh, it just helps get you out there. Mm-hmm. Those trucks, you say low-cost startup. Those trucks are expensive. They can be. Yes, yes. They start out, uh, you can start out anywhere from 30000 to 180 to 200000 on some of the trucks. Wow. Then, yeah. Kansas City seems to be a little late to the party as yes. far as food truck industry. Why is that? Um, the Midwest in itself is is slower than everywhere else. Um, I, my belief is that um, here in Kansas City, we like to keep in our own niche, in our own flow of things. So people don't like to venture off and try new things. As this younger crowd starts to evolve and come to Kansas City. Um, those dang millennials. Exactly. You get those <laughs> folks. We love them because they're, you know, they're the foodies. Yeah. And they follow and they want something different at a, at a lower cost and, and good food. Um, hang out with their friends and not be cooped up inside. Well, how is it to run a food truck and go against the restaurant industry as a whole? Because I know initially there were objections from some restaurants where they said, hey, you can't park that food truck right outside. You're going to block my patrons. What about the ones who want to come inside to my restaurant? Well, how do you respond to that? it, It has been a very tricky subject over the years. And once folks really understand, one, the restaurant owners, once they understand, it's no different when you put five restaurants in the same block radius. Um, people will go where they want to go. Uh, the second part of that is uh, folks, if they have their kids, small ones, they want to hang out. It's a nice summer day, spring day. They don't want to be inside. They want to eat outside. They want the kids to be able to run around. It's a completely different dining experience. So you may have a fast food restaurant. You may have a bar and grill. You may have um, an upscale restaurant. We're the other one. We're just that other option. (laughs) So um, we don't compete with anybody. We're our own competition. Um, we don't take sales away from anybody. It's it's hard for them to understand that. Um, everybody needs a scapegoat, and we're easy, uh, easy scapegoat that way. <laughs> You're a moving target, though. 
just get yes. behind the wheel and, and leave. <laughs> yes, yes. So now before you had the food truck, what did you do for a living? Um, I was in sales. Mm-hmm. Um, I in sold, food sales? No. I was actually in construction sales and ended up in piano sales. Piano sales. Yes, yes. <laughs> piano sales. I can't play a lick of piano, but I can sell you one. The key is I won't be in the home uh playing your piano so i want to sit you down let you play the piano and see how you would enjoy it um next is just being nice like any type of customer service you just got to be able to connect with folks but you do have some training in the uh in the restaurant industry yes yes i went to school for food and restaurant management mm-hmm. um where'd I, you go to school i went to northwest missouri state bearcat Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't go, but I paid a lot of money for my daughter to attend. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's 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 a fun fun school. Um, I was there doing the back to back championship, so um, we were, had. Fun. Were you a part of that? I was. A part I of that. was just about to say, you, if you, of course, this is. Uh, radio, you can't see Mr. Simpson, <laughs> but he's not a small man. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I haven't been able to get rid of my uh, playing size since I started playing. What did you play? What position? Defensive end. Defensive end. Yes. Yeah, he would be a wall. <laughs> Try to get past. So you uh, then got out of school mm-hmm. and uh, played a, a couple of years arena ball. Oh, mm-hmm. and then. Uh, Said to heck with that. Uh, let's go to start a career. Um, went into managing some uh, couple of restaurants. Mm-hmm. They were corporate restaurants. Mm-hmm. Didn't really. They were fun, but I learned a lot. But it just wasn't me. Uh, so, did you always have uh, an entrepreneurial spirit? Do you do you come from an entrepreneurial family? I do not come from an entrepreneurial family, um, but. I've always had that go-get-it attitude. And so, um, but I've always, at the same time, been cooking since I was knee-high to a grasshopper. Um, I've always you wanted... You were never knee-high. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, this is true, too. <laughs> the one false statement of that one is uh, I've never been knee-high. <laughs> but... Um, I've always wanted to have a restaurant mm-hmm. um, since I was young. My uh, first time I cooked baked a pie. My grandmother, I helped her bake a pie, and it was a cherry pie. And after that, I was hooked. I was probably about six years old. Wow. And so um, it's just the evolution and, and through football, through playing basketball and all the sports that I played, I've been a part of a lot of different cultures. And that has broadened my horizon when it comes to cuisine. And that's what I enjoyed about food more than anything. So um, it was after, you know, a couple of corporate restaurants um, just wasn't for me. I still had to work. So um, and even in college, I had a catering company called Cheese of Desire. I did cheesecakes. Um, And when we were football players were, you know, home for the or at school for holidays, I would cook for everybody. So it was just, I was honing in. It was just practice, Mm -hmm. so to speak. Mm -hmm. Um, But after that, after uh, the restaurants and so on and so forth, I ended up um, getting into sales. And that helped me hone in on my people skills. And just being able to sell myself 
And a lot of times in food, that's what it's about. Because mm-hmm. you're with a food truck, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do watch the show on the Food Network, of course. That's my <laughs> only knowledge of food trucks. You're the front of the house and the back of the house. Yes. When customers come up to the truck and they see Jazzy on the grill or, or preparing their food, I can have a conversation with them. And I know who's coming up to the truck, if they've been there before or if I've talked to them on the phone. And so that whole experience is what food trucking is. Um, It's not just hurrying up and getting food out or, um, you know, and not seeing the customer again. The customer comes because of who's cooking and the food is good. So um, and they want to come to that environment over and over again. Um, and that's what I really enjoy about food trucking or, or versus being in the restaurant or the corporate restaurant um, scene. Now, you say it's less expensive for mm-hmm. the most part than a, a, a brick and mortar mm-hmm. restaurant, but it's more expensive than fast food. Would you characterize it as restaurant quality in a fast food presentation? It is. Um, in a lot of cases, um, most food trucks, you know, when you're at a big event, um, sh- we're shoveling out food as fast as we can because customers, one, it's funny when people come up to a food truck, they expect their food to be all right, right then and there, um, not realizing that um, it is just the same as uh, they're made to order. Everything's made to order. Um, you don't want something that's been sitting around in the steam table for hours upon end. You want the best possible product. So um, it, it, it can be um, as fast as, as a fast food restaurant, um, but the quality and the product quality is so much better. We're talking with Brandon Simpson today. He is the owner of Jazzy B's Food Truck and Catering, and we're going to take a quick break. We've got some early morning lawn mowing going on near our studios. Maybe they'll go away while we're in commercial, and then we'll talk more about food truck etiquette here in just minutes on Smart Companies KC. I'm Mary McKenna in for Kelly Scanlon, and we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Tamika Bryant. And I'm Christy Porter. We're here to talk about real estate that matters. We're going to talk about everything real estate. Anything you want to know from buying a house to selling a house, from investing in real estate to flipping real estate. We invite you to listen every Thursday morning at 9 a.m. or on demand with our podcasts. Right here on Smart Companies Thinking Bigger Radio at blogtalkradio.com. Just tune in at 9 o'clock Thursday. (laughs) Yeah, squirrel. Can we just do that? Nine o'clock. Don't touch it. Just sit by your radio and wait. Thinking Bigger Business Media is accepting nominations for the 15th annual 25 Under 25 Awards. These prestigious awards recognize 25 outstanding businesses with under 25 employees. We're looking for dynamic Kansas City area for-profit companies with under 25 employees that have been in business at least three years and have shown steady growth, a commitment to the community, and an ability to overcome challenges. If your company or a company you do business with qualifies for the 25 Under 25 Awards, fill out a nomination form online at 25under25.com. That's 25under25.com or call 913-432-6690 for details. Self-nominations are encouraged. Apply now. Nominations close October 9th for 25 Under 25. Don't wait. Nominate. Visit 25under25.com to nominate your business. 
It takes 12 years to create a graduate. It takes about the same time to create a dropout. The difference between a child becoming one or the other could be you. Studies prove that reading to a child regularly dramatically improves reading skills. And kids who read well by third grade are four times as likely to graduate. So United Way is calling for one million volunteers over the next three years. We're asking you to step up, make a pledge, tutor a child who needs help, mentor a kid who needs someone on their side, volunteer to read to children, make a difference. Because when a child advances, we all advance. Entire communities improve. The path to success or failure starts long before graduation day. And the difference between a graduate and a dropout could be you. Be a reader, tutor or mentor, give, advocate, volunteer, live united. Take the pledge. Go to liveunited.org now. Welcome back. Smart Companies KC. I'm Mary McKenna in for Kelly Scanlon. Our guest today, Brandon Simpson. He is the owner of Jazzy B's Food Truck and Catering and has been for the last four and a half years. And we are talking food trucks here in Kansas City, which uh, 10 years ago, I didn't think they were ever get here. I saw them in New York. I saw them in Chicago. You could see them on either coast, really. But uh, we really didn't have too many here in the Kansas City area. And now they're coming on strong. How many food trucks do we have in the metro, would you say? Um, in the On the Kansas City, Missouri side, you're looking at it's somewhere around 430. No, seriously. Well, the way the health department registers that, that's even your hot dog carts and things of that nature. When it comes down to the big food trucks or trailers that everybody sees from time to time, um, you're probably looking at a little over 200 still. Oh, yeah. It, it's a lot of us around. Um, and that's a good thing. I mean... It's a great thing. Uh, the, you know, what what do they say? Um, high tide raises all boats. If you mm-hmm. only had a couple of food trucks, people wouldn't know about it. Well, you. it's kind of like you said, 10 years ago, there were still food trucks around, mm-hmm. but you would rarely see them, and they would only come out for events. And, you know, the 4th of July events and things of that nature, Um, St. Patrick's Day, Mm -hmm. those. But now, you know, you cannot beat having an event without a food truck. Are you guys organized? Do you have an association? Do you uh, meet and agree on things as a collective? You, there are several groups within Kansas City. Um, you have Kansas City Food Truck Association. You have Elite Streets and um, Kansas City Food Truck Mafia. Um, outside of that, there are still a lot of trucks that are just coming in and um, that aren't a part of those groups. But um, we, we do. We meet. We kind of talk about what each other uh, situations, events have gone um, and just help each other out. Now, I mentioned earlier in the show that I do watch uh, the the great food truck race <laughs> on uh, because yes. there's nothing else on Sunday nights, <laughs> and on the Food Network. You've seen it, I'm assuming. Yes, I have. How close is that to how Nowhere it works? Close. Really? How, Nowhere what's close. the big fallacy? They 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 give people so much big hopes and dreams, and then. Once they get into it, it's, it's, you know, you're struggling to make a buck um, in a lot of cases. Uh, when they have on the food truck race that they go someplace and they make $5,000 and, 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 you know, they open up the window and people just come running and they're willing to pay $20 for a couple of tacos. Well, but that's also being driven by 
social media through the network as well as the food trucks themselves, I suppose. Social media is a huge part. But it, if I put something out on Facebook or, or I tweet that I'm going to be in a location, especially here in Kansas City, you won't see a huge amount of people coming, one, because it's during lunchtime or they're, you know, if I'm in downtown Kansas City and somebody sees the tweet or post that's in South Kansas City, they're not going to drive just to the food truck. Um, there isn't any central location in Kansas City that people say, I want to go there, and I know I'm going to catch these food trucks. We don't have that here yet. We're working on it, but we just don't have that yet. So I understand you actually teach others how to share your pain and misery. (laughs) (laughs) And that's what we do here really with Smart Companies Radio is we teach other, uh, you know, small business owners and entrepreneurs, you know, trip uh, the tricks and trips of the trade and what have you. So... Uh, tell us about your boot camp, Brandon. Well, the boot camp, the the class, and why I started. Um, we'll start there first. Um, when the group first formed as the Kansas City Food Truck Association, we were getting calls and emails by the dozens a day. I want to start a food truck. Hey, can you help me out with this? So... Instead of taking time out of my day to have a two-hour, three-hour conversation with 10 different people in one day, because I'm I'm trying to run my food truck, um, I said, why don't I just start a food truck university or just have a class to where we teach these folks in in one fellow swoop what it is and how to start a food truck in the Midwest, in Kansas City. Um, And so... With doing that, um, it's also to help keep them in business. Because in my four and a half years, I've seen a lot of trucks come into the business and leave very soon. You know, it's, we're no different than any five-year restaurant um, plague that they say that that most restaurants have. Ooh, in your four and a half years. <laughs> yes. Um, a... A food truck can go through the same thing. I've seen them come in and they're gone. They've spent $100,000 in getting their business up and running. The next year, they're gone. Um, Just because, one, the Midwest hasn't been ready. Two, um, not knowing where to go. Is that the kind of capital we're talking to get a truck up and going and a business running, $100,000? No, I would say to be safe, you can, um, on the low end, you can get started at about $50,000. Um, and that's 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 a very low end. Now, if you want to go all in, hundred thousand, hundred and fifty thousand, yeah. What's the biggest obstacle in operating a food truck? Uh, knowing where to go, where you can sell food, and just getting your feet underneath you, because um, once you get licensed and once you have your commissary and you know all those those things you get out on the road now it's time to bring the people to you and when you're licensed uh, you have to be licensed in kansas city missouri and then if you're going to sell in blue springs you have to be licensed in blue springs and so on and so on and so forth correct there's that's one of the things that that really gets under a a lot of our skins we spend if we're going to go kansas city jackson county cass county and then come to the kansas side to kansas overland park um 
and now I think it's Mission or mm-hmm. Merriam, mm-hmm. um, all want a little piece of that. Uh, so we have to pay the health department, get inspections. So throughout the year, we'll end up getting five, six inspections just for the first one. Uh, it, it gets it gets gruesome uh, versus, I mean, a restaurant, they'll have one inspection, maybe two out of the year. Mm-hmm. And as far as personnel, can't man it all by yourself, although I, I'll bet there's a few out there who are trying. Mm-hmm. Uh, what kind of a staff do you keep? Myself, I have a three-person staff. Um, and then for larger events, I will up it to a couple of more. But it, it is tough for a food truck to keep a staff, one, because of the hours, um, and the work is not steady. So, and people want a job where they know they can con- consistently get a paycheck. Mm-hmm. And that, in the restaurant industry, mostly uh, staff, well, as, as far as servers, are paid tips. Mm-hmm. Do your workers get tips? Um, it depends on the events. It depends on where we're at. Depends on whether Brandon's looking. <laughs> you know, um, some 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 events, people really tip well. They understand the concept that we are providing a service like a restaurant. Um, others, they think we owe them something, and we're just, they don't care to tip. Really? Yeah. So I think we went through obstacles. When you... There are three different organized organizations of food yes, trucks, yes. And, and so far, no one umbrella over everybody. Would that make things better? Or is everything working in fine precision right now? You know, that's a real tough question. It's That's real hard to answer because when you're talking about independent business owners all meeting up and having the same ideas, mm-hmm. doesn't really happen. Um, we, we have tried once, that's why we have three different groups now to put everything under one umbrella. I think it's okay. Like it is now because everybody has their own focus. You have one of the groups, they really focus on, um, municipalities with all the different, um, government agencies and, and how we can improve, the respect for food trucks in Kansas City. Um, another one, just you know, we really trying. We're really trying to get a industry standard, so people don't look at food trucks and say, "Hey, won't you just come to our event?" And I hope you make money. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that doesn't really work um, in a lot of cases. You know, you can't wish upon a star, and that's one of the things I try to teach in my class. Some trucks, you know, they they make it late night, you know, out at Power and Light or downtown or something like that. But to not know, to prepare and not know how much you're going to make, and then you have to throw that food away, you're already a small business. You're really cutting into everything that you're trying to do. Um, And so a lot of folks don't really look at it that way. They just think, Oh, I'll just have just come out here and make some money and you'll be okay. Is running a food truck a full-time job economically, not a full-time job with the hours you have to put in? In other words, can you survive on the money you make operating a food truck? Especially in a market like Kansas City where you don't pull that truck out of the building, you know, 365 days out of the year. It is. 
it, it, it can be, be very profitable um, if you run your business correctly. Um, I'm not saying that I know how it's supposed to happen for everybody. Um, Does but everybody, I, I shouldn't say everyone, but uh, do a lot of people do catering as well? Um, not, not all the trucks. Mm. Um, during the winter, you will catch some that, you know, what I call squirreling. They'll save up. They'll save up over the summer. And then it comes to wintertime, November, December, January. They shut the truck down. Um, and they've saved enough money throughout the year um, for them to live comfortable for those next three or four months. You have others like myself um, with three, a wife and three kids, three little ones. <laughs> it's hard to squirrel. So yeah. um, I've developed a catering package, and so I do a lot of catering. So all those companies that I do lunches for and things of that nature, during the winter times, it's time to start catering. Um, and that way I can still keep my stream of revenue coming in. So this boot camp that you will be uh, instructing is when? It's November 7th. November 7th. It, yes. It will be at Woodneath Library um, in Liberty. Uh, and it's just going to be a six-hour course of how to get started, what you need to do to um, get in business, which ways, whether you're going truck or trailer, um, whether you are wanting to go freezer to fryer truck or you want to be a more of an artisan truck, um, just helps you really define and think about all those things that you, you don't know um, just yet. And we'll have a couple of trucks up there to walk through to see layouts, um, different styles, um, just so because people don't really know what all to put in their truck. First time? I mean, is this the first of of many, I'm assuming, boot camps? Have you done it before? No, we did one early this spring. Um, this The first one was a six-week course. Mm -hmm. um, this time, we're going to condense everything down in one day. Um, it won't be, it, I won't hit you hard with a whole lot of facts, and, and you won't be drained by the time you leave, um, but it, it's, the six weeks just kind of drug it out too well, far. From the first course, how many people walked out of there, to your knowledge, and said, oh, this is too much work. I don't want to do this. Or did they still walk out there with the dream alive saying, okay, I'm going to, you know, excited. I'm going to go run a food truck. I think we we're about 50-50. And I, I, you know, I started the course off and I said, look, I'm going to give it to you guys straight and I'm going to give it to you real. Most of you guys won't like it and you probably will leave this class and not start a truck. Um, and I think probably about 50 of them, 50% 50 of them, ended up not doing it. But we, we do have some that are starting out now. So do you have any favorite haunts of people wanted to uh, try some Jazzy Bee's food? Do you go someplace on a regular basis? I do not. You're just all over the place. I'm all over the place. So they need to like you on Facebook? Yep. Like me on Facebook, um, Jazzy BSKC. Um, on Twitter, Jazzy BS1. Uh, or you can go to my website, which is jazzybmobile.org. Um, and most of the time I'll have my calendar when I can keep up with it. A lot of times I slack, <laughs> so don't get mad at me. But um, I try to keep up with it, and, and you can always find me and posting. Are you planned out weeks in advance, or is it? Yes. I think, oh, it's not. I think yeah. I'll go here today. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's not it's, a whim. <laughs> no, it's not. And I, I have folks, they'll, they'll try to call, hey, are you booked already? And I'm like, yeah. You, you got you to gotta try to book me at least two or three months in advance. Um, okay. 
And I think right now what a lot of folks are starting to understand, especially with graduations, birthday parties, and different things like that, is they they call ahead. I think I've booked a couple of things for next June. Wow. So, so I, I, I and I will apologize. I've never ha- had the pleasure of enjoying Jazzy Bees. What kind of food do you make? What? It's a, I'm a barbecue, I've been coined a barbecue fusion and Cajun. So um, what I, what I really enjoy doing is taking, we're in Kansas City, barbecue is, is king, but uh, I don't like, well, I can't say I don't like, but I really enjoy smoked meats. So what I like to do is take those smoked meats and put them into other dishes. So I have brisket tacos, which I'm, I'm really Ooh. known for. Um, we've just started a this year a Reuben roll, which is um, your traditional Reuben sandwich. Instead of corned beef, we use the brisket and we roll it up and then we fry it. And uh, it's just gorgeous uh, with a spicy honey mustard. Oh. So sweet and heat. You just you nailed it for me right there. Brandon Simpson, thank you so much for joining us today. Again, the best best way to get a hold of you. Do you have a website? Yes. Jazzybmobile.org. If you see my trunk, my truck, honk at me. (laughs) You know, um, I'm always I'm going about 55 miles an hour. (laughs) Don't get mad at me because I'm going slow. But. That's that's about the rate that I could go. Don't want to rattle that food. <laughs> Thank you so much for Thanks joining us. Thanks for having us. me. I appreciate it. And if you'd like to learn more about growing your business, visit us online at ithinkbigger.com. Follow us on Facebook at Thinking Bigger Business Media and on Twitter at I Think Bigger. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.